Now, when we met, uh, you were sort of junior in comedy and learning. We only saw each other at open mics. And then just this last weekend, you're featuring doing 30 minutes at Scotty's in a real comedy club. We even asked you to do 35 the first, uh, well, both nights really, right? Because our headliner was a little short. How do you explain this meteoric rise to <laughs> professionalism in which you're getting paid to make people laugh? Uh, I I was sort of pretty lucky because the very first open mic I did, there was uh -huh. a woman there who was sent to scout and look for female comics. Uh. And so she came, and this was in June. I had just started in May. The end of May was my very, uh, May 2018 was my first comedy show ever. Gotcha. So in June, I was like, let me do an open mic. She came and she said, we have a show in August. We're looking for a female comic. Uh, do you have 10 minutes? And I didn't. I only had five, but I was like, in two months, I'll be able to have 10 minutes. Sure. I thought it was that easy. So I said, okay. Now I know that it takes a long time to come up with five good minutes. But good I minutes. made it happen. Right. And, then, um, and then what happened was my dad at the time was in a political office in town. So my parents had a lot of townspeople who would come to things with them. So I had 50 people come to the very... That wow. show, five zero. So now the guy who ran that show, he must have been, his eyeballs must have turned into dollar signs. He was very excited. <laughs> so he asked if I would host the show every week, uh, every month. So I was like so excited about this. But of course he thought I was going to have 50 people. Every time. Every time. No, I did not. <laughs> so 50 went down to 18, which went down to eight, which went down to four. And I do still have people. I mean, the other night there were eight people yes. Saturday. Eight people but it's not like every show is not that way, obviously. Mm. But it really helps because once you get on a show, then other people want to put you on their show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. So um, I, I lucked out in that way where from that people saw me in the show and then I was getting booked in things. Now, this lady was scouting for female comedians and you were in Ladies of Laughter. Yes. Not the same situation. Tell me about Ladies of Laughter and how you were a finalist. Where did that take place? I mean, it's one of the credits we list. Yes. So that was, I feel like I lucked out in that way too because mm -hmm. it was during COVID. So normally there are rounds to that. You go in in person, you do your set. From that, they pick finalists and then the finalists go in and compete. But it was during COVID, so we just sent in videos. Uh -huh. From that, they just picked finalists. So okay. I didn't have to go in and do a round one. I did by sending in a video, but like I didn't have to go in live, which means um, I could hand pick the video I send in. I'm not worried about nerves, you know what I mean? So, over. yes. So in that sense, I was pretty lucky. And then it was on Zoom. You only got two minutes because uh, wow. I was in the newcomer category. But okay. it was fun. I, I try to enter a lot of festivals and competitions. Uh, a lot of times I do it because they're in other states. And it's kind of a reason for me to go to those states. Yeah. But yeah. I don't get into a lot of festivals that I enter. I get in some uh -huh. and I get rejected from a lot more. That's all part of it. Yeah. Right. If you throw enough at the wall, you're going to get invited to another state. I guess. Exactly. So yes, you someone all... said to me, how are you getting in these festivals? I was like, listen, I'm applying to 20. I'll get in two. 
But that means I got rejected from 18, you know? And you had to pay the fee, right? You had to pay the fee each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so you have been on television. One of your credits is you've seen her on Lifetime. What is this? I was on a dating show Uh on Lifetime. And it, it only lasted for four episodes. I was in the second episode. Okay. And it was basically a live dates going on around the country at the same time. Live blind dates. Okay. So you didn't see the person in advance. And then there were people in the studio and they would cut back and forth between these live blind dates. And they would comment on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it was a fun experience. But, you know, that led to a lot, too, because... Um, you know, a lot, all the students in the high school watched it at the time, (laughs) you know, all that stuff. I was totally appropriate. I never would do anything inappropriate, (laughs) but it's still sort of funny, you know, you know, and Um, what's funny is it turned into a comedy credit. It gives the impression that you were doing some sort of comedy. Did you say anything funny on the dates? I did say funny things. Okay. In fact, I made the date spit his water out all over me. So (laughs) we were at the table and then he left and then he spit water all over me. Was he upset with you? And that's why this happened? No, he was a really nice guy. He was very nice. He was just much younger, too young. Too young, I'm sure. So um, you also have this silly credit, if I can be so rude as to call it silly, that you've played the only comedy club in Iceland. Were you just looking for another credit? I was going to Iceland and I said, you know, it'd be cool to be able to do comedy when I'm there. Yeah. And I was talking to another comic and he said, oh, you should talk to so-and-so because during COVID, a lot of things were on Zoom. So comics were making connections with people all over the world. Yes. Like right now I do an online show still on Sunday nights. There's a comic from Germany who's on that. You know what I mean? So now you know people. So he put me in touch with the comic from Iceland. And then that comic put me in touch with the guy who ran the show. And I was so excited about it. Yeah. But then shortly after, as an after effect of COVID, the place closed down because Um. uh, it was packed when I was there. Yes. But then, you know how it was, places yes. stay open. Yeah. The pandemic, and it was global. So Yeah, yeah. Okay, now uh, let's turn to social media. And I yeah. think you really want to plug this TikTok. It's called Fortune Cookie Gina. How, what do you do on Fortune Cookie Gina? And that's what we search for in TikTok, right? With Fortune Cookie Gina, yep. G-I-N-A. What goes um, on there? What are we going to see there? You're going to see some comedy sketches, little silly videos. I started doing comedy sketches with um, another comedian, Gerald Benford. And oh, he, he's great. Yeah. And he has a TikTok that has almost a million viewers. And he asked me to do some comedy sketches with him. So his mm. TikTok is comedian Gerald B. And I started doing a lot of videos on there. And a, a bunch of them went viral. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing my own. So I did some with my son. I've done some on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I didn't keep, I don't do as many. I'm not as prolific as he is. Mm-hmm. He spends a lot of time. Every one minute video is three hours worth of work between wow. shooting it. If you, if you're wearing a costume and editing it is where it really takes long. So um, I was shooting a bunch of them in like once a week. And then editing them throughout the week and posting, but uh, it, it's hard to keep up because I have, 
my sure. job. I have a tutoring business that I run and no. comedy and acting classes. So I don't, I'm not as prolific as he is. He does at least one video a day, but I do still post some comedy videos on there. Unlike Gerald, you have a life. You certainly do. Now, one of the reasons you have a life is you've been invited here to do our countdown. Now, Gina D, it is very important that everyone at home press play on YouTube at the exact same time that we do here in the studio. And that's what you're here for, Gina. So why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? All right. Are we ready, everybody? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity <laughs> Comedian Countdown. I look forward to hearing it. Boom. This movie... It's like one of those time movies. This movie is like a, a huge obsession for, a obsession for me, Carl, because mm -hmm. I heard about it when it came out in 82. I never saw it. That's uh -huh. what, you know, point of this podcast is these are movies on YouTube that I read about and never had a chance to see, and now we get to see them. So this right. is definitely on my list. Now, being an idiot, nerd, waste of space... That I was back in 1982. Right. I know this movie for two reasons. It's the directorial debut of Gary Marshall. Exactly. And it's the first ABC TV movie under their ABC motion pictures. Right. And the thing is, I'm a little unclear about it. Um, I guess it did air on the channel ABC, but this was a movie company. This and they was had released theatrically, yeah. Their box office was terrific. Was it? Um, yeah, they made money on this. A and I think that's what led to Gary Marshall having opportunity to continue, you know. He's given it, us some great films. This oh, is a sure. good launch. Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, Mother's no. Day. <laughs> Stop saying movies. romantic comedy crappy ones. Oh, okay, Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Woman. Think about pretty it. Woman. I'm thinking. Overboard. Just... Hilarious. Overboard, no shit. Yeah, I saw I saw the remake. Did you see the remake with Anna Har uh, Ferris? Mm, yes, I did, and it was okay. It was it okay, was, yeah. Wait, it was who fun, is pretty this? funny. No, wait. The head surgeon is doing a surgery, and he's calling to the peanut gallery up above to identify themselves. These are the new interns, so we're hearing they're all their oh. silly joke backstory. And this is a silly joke backstory movie because he's doing surgery. Life, uh, something of surgery. Life, something I mean, surgery. Well, I mean, all in. surgeries life threatening. You're under anesthesia. Right, open. Doctor, tell it to me straight. Mike, you have life threatening. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what? Life? What? <laughs> Sorry, I was half listening. Okay, so we're hearing their backstories, but there's only really two important ones here. Uh, that is. Sean Young, who's Dr. Stephanie Brody, and Michael McCain, who's Dr. Who's Squiggy. Who's okay, let's listen to him for a okay. second. Yes, please. California. I can hear it. He's going to be the greatest surgeon the world has ever known. I only know one surgeon, and that is Dr. Stephen Strange. <laughs> These has. <laughs> These has. His career was stopped short. Yeah, when he got old, you know, his handshake before the incident, though, every time you'd see a guy, hey, buddy, <laughs> how's it going, friend? Uh, please don't touch my hands. My hands are my career. Are you a hand model? No, I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. 
Imagine Stephen Strange like coming into the party with his hands all up, you know, scrubbed. <laughs> okay, so now what we've learned is that this this main surgeon, he is a ball buster, the head surgeon, and those are interns. So he's going to try to break them. It's going to be the worst year of their life. But if they make it, they'll be the greatest doctors this city has seen in years. You know? Michael McKean was in Caddyshack. Thank you. Bingo. Bingo. Ooh, Dabney Coleman. Ooh, 82 Dabney Coleman. Del Negron. R.I.P. Look at this. This is such a killer's row of people in this film now. Yeah, and Gary Marshall makes comment about that. Like, here it is. Rick Overton. Young Rick Overton. Yes, yes. Uh, Gary Marshall once said in this movie, you look at the cast and see how many people there are going to be in this film. Maybe 70. You watch. You see how many of them will move on real fast after Young Doctors. That's your Gary Marshall impression? Yeah, it was a recording. I recorded it. Gary Marshall talks like this. Call, wake me when it's funny. Wake me when it's funny. (laughs) Wake wake me when it's funny. That's why, uh, (laughs) yeah, these interns, these interns are working hard all night long, and that's what they're going to be like. Like, Gary Marshall, director, wake me when it's funny. I'll do my oh, part when it's funny. That's that's the name of his memoirs. This is a great, great, great book. Oh, it oh is? My God. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. It's hysterical. He No, I mean, he is truly. First off, Carl, did you know Gary Marshall? Not Jewish. Not personally. Not Jewish. Not Jewish. Okay, he's not Jewish. You would think Gary Marshall. Yeah, you, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's very Jewish sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> uh, Polly Platt. She worked with uh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich. Okay, did you see him touch her breast? Touch her boobie. You can okay. do that. It's eighty-two. He's got a. He's got a fly in his ear. So look, the nurse comes in, not knowing, and says, "Take care of his fly." Uh, I look at the little little white boy. Mom. Mom. Let her do her job. So I was probably 12 in 82, so that was me. I could have watched <laughs> yeah. this movie, Carl. Okay, now come the interns after a New Year's Eve party, okay? That explains the Santa Claus. Yeah, there's Sean Young looking good. Sean Young, yeah. Look how, look how young. <laughs> there's a guy from Happy Days, the Cunningham. Yeah, sure. Do you think he's the jump the shark curse guy? Because yeah. I don't believe it. I think, yeah. No, because he was in Married with Children for like 1,800 seasons. The, 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 he had a, a curse. But in he... the con- hmm, maybe you're right. I see you. I see you. The I see you. Uh-huh. Hey, do you, do you, how do you spell I cup? I see you, B. Whoever came up with the word I cup should have reconsidered knowing how it sounds when you oh. spell it. Also, there's I this word. C-U-P. Listen to this. Doctor, I can't piss anymore. How old are you? I'm 82 years old. You pissed him off. Oh. Hey. You missed the a what? Bedside manner I've ever fucking seen. So now, this the is thing, like the Gary Marshall I know. Oh, listen, Gary our Gary young Gary doctors are not in love yet at it all. Sean well, Young that. is all snooty to him. He's such a braggy ass, you know? And you, uh, he doesn't even consider her. Called her a nurse. 
You like the title of the movie? Do you think it's funny? A soap opera called Young Doctors in Love? Yeah, I guess so. This is not a good movie in the end, okay? But there's okay. lots of great things about it. But yeah, it was a good title for what it's trying to do. It was a mock of uh, soap operas. As a matter of fact, the poster was like a well-known... Let's see, where's this poster? Here it is. Some movie posters featured a man and woman embracing in the sea. And it's a very famous From Here to Eternity, 1953 scene. Um, oh, sure. Burt Lancaster. Kurt Douglas. No, Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas kissing. On kissing the each other. <laughs> and um, But the joke is they're wearing surgical gowns. Okay, look. This is a mob family on the run. And the father is having a stroke or some bullshit. So they're like, quick, let's get him to the hospital. But we can't. We'll be seen and right. arrested. So they're going to go in disguise. Black. And that's, <laughs> that's going to get Hector. Here's Hector Elizondo in drag. Now, you know the story about Hector and uh, Gary Marshall, right? Gary Not Marshall 100%. put him in every film. I just have, he was befriended, right, and put him in every film. Yeah. Every film. That includes New Year's Eve. That includes... Uh, it includes Overboard for two seconds. Do you remember Mr. Cunningham here? Yeah, sure. So Ted McGinley, he was Mr. Darcy. You remember Marcy from Married with Children woke up and married a guy named Darcy and she became Marcy Darcy? Right. Look, that's he, Gary Marshall. Taking the weed. They're still on the looking for weed. Okay. His whole shtick... Uh, Neg um, punchline guy Taylor Negron, Doctor Phil Burns. His whole shtick is he works three jobs, so he's exhausted. Okay, that's his whole shtick. I got it. So he's always yawning. So he needs uppers. Now the cop goes write down what your molester was said he was going to do with you. He was going to lick me. I can't say it out loud. Write it down. So it's a little note. Okay. Oh, so someone's going to find that note. Right. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Listen now, he's a guy. Oh, no, I missed it. No, missed it. Well, he has a distinct voice. Now, here comes Kramer, and he's the hitman who wants to kill the head of the other family. Oh, so this is a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Look how weird he looks. I know. He really does a good job. It's pre-Kramer, and he yeah. might have gotten Kramer on the strength of something like this. He was in Problem Child. I think that was pre-Kramer. Yeah, yeah, he was. UHF, pre-Kramer. Oh, he was in Blackface in a movie called Whoops Apocalypse, which I haven't had a chance to see. If it was on YouTube, we'll be watching it. No, I don't want to see a Blackface. I mean, Jazz Singer was okay because he didn't know what he was doing. But was, this guy knows history. what he's doing. Yeah, right. He knows what he's doing. Okay, let me see here. Michael Rich. Have you seen the recording of him uh, blowing up? Yeah, at the yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. cool. Not cool. And, and the crowd did the exact right thing. Yeah, they, they called just, like, on started it. to disperse and went away. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer, Airheads, Problem Child, Coneheads, UHF. Okay, so I remember Airheads. I'm trying to think... Uh... What was the first one you said? Sorry, Carl. Uh, so I Married an Axe Murderer, which is a film I know you know. I know because it's a San Francisco movie. Okay, these are the mob guys, okay? The son and father. 
And um, it's like, we have no beds. And he goes, check again, check again. <laughs> and, you know, they kicked at someone out of the bed. It's a miracle. We do have a cancellation. So they usher him upstairs. Cancellation? Cancellation. <laughs> so he's oh, making his crutch into a gun. I was going to okay. say, he's such a crutch. <laughs> now here's the note. Right? So the note of what the he's going to do. And he goes, hey, you, out of context, he goes, I'm giving you this note, right, from her. She th He thinks it's from her. I want to lick you up and down your body. I want to. He see. Please, Now, she is stuffy. She is stuffy. I know. Her hair's up. She's wearing glasses. Exactly. Now, here's another Happy Days girl. So he was involved in Happy Days, right? Laverne and Shirley with his sister, Penny Marshall. Uh -huh. Yep. Odd couple. This he goes. This woman's not pregnant, sir. And what we're seeing is Michael is in. I mean, Doctor uh, Doctor August is insensitive. You know, it's funny that you, we're talking about soap operas because he Gary Marshall was in the movie Soap Dish as a mm. network executive. Now look, did you see him pop? Yeah, hit the belly. Oh, it did pop. Yeah. Next. Now listen, listen to this. It's listen. Okay. <laughs> we got our first little no soap opera party. Like about this movie is the way they mix the drama, and this, they're doing it right here too. She's a prostitute. He's going to be a young doctor. They can't be together, but he totally wants to. Was that and the Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, he, the guy on the left wants to be a shrink, right? Right. So he is totally convinced that this is Angela, not Angelo. He's totally convinced it's a woman. And they'll, he'll fall in love. He'll... Okay, now this isn't so good. It's just his first move now that he got the note. Now right. look how stiff she is, right? Perfect. All right, go to HR. Do, 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 do. This is City Hospital. That's its name, City Hospital. Okay. You know, yeah. Well, on the hunt of Sal, go ahead. I was just going to say, remember those little heart swipes we saw? <laughs> the little love uh, transition? He, Gary Marshall, was responsible for Love American style. Yes, yes. An, a, like analogous. Okay, listen to how good Kramer is. Is that you, Sal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Got a machine gun in his crutch? Yeah, he's got a cane gun and a crutch gun. Crutch gun. No, he's, he's giving him a goodbye kiss from the whatever family. Always uh -oh. kiss on the nose. Not in my hospital. What? What? Move and you'll be shitting your ass for a week. 
<laughs> Where's your chart? You know, as someone who has been in the hospital, nurses have been nothing but respectful and great. Oh, Michael, you're the greatest guy. You got love in your heart. That's what. Oh, hey, funeral. It's that guy. Yeah, it's this guy who's been in one. Uh, do you remember White Coats, the interns? Yes, White Coats, the Canadian uh, horror show we watched. Yeah, he was all yeah. over that, and so was Sean Young when we watched Doctor. No, Mrs. Hyde. What is it? Doctor Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, this there's Harry Dean. Harry Dean Stanton with hair. Harry Dean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what we're gonna do now is a piss test. All right. Oh no. Yeah, piss test. That's not fair. This movie's sixteen minutes in, and they're talking about pee. Carl, I don't know. <laughs> it's medical school. They're in. No, but I'm. I'm saying I might have to get up and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yourself? Did it, it, they brought it up? Beginning of okay. the first reel. <laughs> don't help me! Don't help me! All right. No, I'm. I'm. I'm here. No, uh, that's what he said to his coworker. Don't help me. Okay. Piss. Piss. But you got piss under the table. Oh. Let's see what it does. Uh, <laughs> we'll to... Good thing I didn't step in it. Acidity. <laughs> Carl, two idiots are walking down this. He's like, street. I'm trying to cut down on the piss. And they see some dog poop. And one idiot says, that dog poop? He goes, well, it looks like yep. dog poop. <laughs> yeah. Taste it. Smell it. Nah, good thing we didn't step in it. Good thing we didn't step in it. Okay, so he's tasted the pee. No sugar taste. No diabetes. Right. Now, if you had been watching him, he dipped one finger into the pee and another finger into his mouth. You licked the pee. Check this out, Mike. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's that in the Dean. I'm tasting it now. Is he Dean, Harry Dean, standing? Wait. Wait, wait, keep, let's go. <laughs> okay, so, Stephanie's gonna freaking drink it, gulp. Oh, wait, wait, wait. got stopped. <laughs> he goes, look at my face, what do you see? Guy looked finger piss. Well, listen to what he says. You look at this face. Alcohol poison. I see something. God damn it! Fuck! How dare you? How dare you? So we made a fool of him. Yeah. 
question, but he earned it. Ludwig earned it. What were you asking me about him? Was it the regular Harry Dean's? What is your question? Is he the Dean? Is he ha Dean Harry Dean Stanton? Oh, the Dean of the school? Yeah, that was my <laughs> that question. Was great. I, I'll take my question offline. Uh, <laughs> take my question <laughs> off air. Off air. Um, no, he was. He's he's a supporting role, and he's always been a supporting role. He had two, only two times he was the lead: Harris, Texas, and Lucky in 2017. He was really good in A Straight Story. Disney's David Lynch's a G-rated movie. Disney's A Straight Story. He plays the brother. It's good. Uh huh. I think he was in that. You know, he doesn't do many comedies. Harry Dean Stanton. We saw him in Cockfighter. We did? Wow, we're Wasn't going back. That, that must Warner be 2016. That was like 1976, I think. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, that episode <laughs> must have aired years ago, but... Yeah, 2016. It was like, it was the first film I ever put on YouTube. If you go to our channel, you'll go down, and we right. didn't have 1,200 and, you know, K listeners. Uh, it was it's the very first one I put up there. If you want to kill an afternoon, go ahead and check out our YouTube page, and you'll see 23 <laughs> views, 6 views, Cockfighter, a million. <laughs> <laughs> For the first two seconds. Right, then they click away. They used to get mad at us. Yeah, well, because they were just no looking up the movie. I clicked on Cockfighter. Yeah. Okay, now he's going to be inappropriate, and he's going to get what he deserves, but he read the note he thinks incorrectly right bang Ooh. wow whoosh Dang. la 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 good for her right touche damaged that pan pretty badly now i don't know how it happened but our two love interests now are on an official date. They went and to she the will venerable. reveal that her father worked this little town. Let's listen. Half the time, people couldn't even pay him. They used to give him chickens and stuff like that. Anyway, when he died, everybody knew that he wanted me to be a doctor. So she has the responsibility to take over for her passed away father. Return to her rural home. It's a really touching story. The town sure. paid for her to go. How would anyone practice in a place like that? Whoa! Did you hear what he said? Yeah, why would anybody want to so practice she, like, at a place yeah, like that? Yeah, so she, she opened up and told her her motivation and dream, her goal, right? And then he was insensitive, and he doesn't know what he did. Now she's having a dizziness spell because it's young. It's a soap opera, right? Right. What's wrong? Why are you dizzy? Ah, okay, he's going to get it. What's the name of that coffee it. shop, by the way? It was like venerable quality. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was a I weird uh, awning. Next Listen, I have to tell you something uh, about my research for this film. There's too much. There's yeah. too much. I got a lot. But I mean, there's 16 cameos of soap stars from ABC, a lot of General Hospital. Really? I, 
I could not. I began to do it. I began to look him up. And I just can't, man. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got through seven. All right. So let's say you are watching us, watching the movie with us right now. You are familiar with the uh, soap opera General Hospital during the 80s, which is probably the greatest time that show existed, right? Like I would Luke say yes. Yeah. Right. Luke and yeah. Laura and the weather machine. Come on. Right. I don't follow soap operas. I know that. So this must be cool to, to see some familiar faces pop up. Yes. Now, we won't see Luke and Laura, but we'll see everybody else. Who's that famous one? She's black, curly hair. She never won the Emmy. I want that oh, Emmy. Susan Lucci. Lucci. Let me just write that. Susan Lucci. Okay. Oh, I see that note past Lucci on the left-hand side. <laughs> I Got bet it. you it's reversed in. in so we're uh, here. Got to do the Brady bonus thing. Recording land. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. below me or above yeah, me? Yeah, below you. All right, sharing. Got it. <laughs> I eat paper. That's my thing. Okay, so now comes like a little tat tat a tiff. A row, a tiff. Ow! Huh. Does he say anything? Oh, he did. He introduced himself in the beginning. Yeah. Is that really the guy from Caddyshack? He's so dry in this movie. Which one? Who's that guy right now? The 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 greatest surgeon in the world. That's us, uh, Lenny from. It's Michael. It uh, is. Oh. Michael McGean. Oh, all right. Oh, the guy from Better Call Saul. Oh my God! I thought he was the guy from Caddyshack. It's Chuck McGillis. All right, Chuck McGillis. Hey, whatever, whatever happened to whatever happened to Chuck McGillis anyway? This. No, no, Better on the TV show. Yeah. Better Call Saul. I I stopped watching. Whatever happened to his brother? His brother was cool. Whatever happened to his brother, Carl? You stopped watching Better Call Saul? No, I'm kidding. I said I watched the entire okay. hundred okay. seasons. Yeah, well, it doesn't diligence. turn out well for his brother, okay? Yeah. Let's just say that the roof, the roof, the <laughs> roof was all hot. And Saul didn't care. He didn't Let care. the motherfucker burn. Ooh, Ooh! He goes, here's where your spleen is. Here's your kid kidneys. Rabbit punch. Kidneys. Oh, that was a rabbit punch. <laughs> this man has a simple gallbladder removal. Jesus. <laughs> See, this this gives you the impression this film is good. Now, look, I know him, and I didn't look him up. I'm sorry. No, you know, this movie is pretty recent for our tastes, right? 1982? Yes. At this point, like, every... There's Stephanie Coleman. Look at him rocking that beard. Yeah, that... Okay, okay. So, uh... Where is... He was in 9 to 5... Yeah, Dar... Yeah. Dar... Dar... Darbney. Darbney, Darbney Coleman. Dabney. Yeah. Nine to five Tootsie and War Games. That's what I know him from. That's why you I don't think know he's him so from cool. Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldwait. Yeah. You oh, know, he's been in a million things. You know, uh, Gina Davis wrote this uh, really good uh, memoir, and she credits Dabney Coleman for going to therapy because uh -huh. she was on uh, Buffalo Bill. Remember that TV show he did? Oh, uh, no. No. He was like a shock jock. Or he was like a. Uh, talk show guy um, named Buffalo Bill. I think he was in Buffalo, New York. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Okay. 
Now we're having the misunderstanding. I didn't give you that note. <laughs> the lick. I didn't write that note. He's like, what? <laughs> he married Rodney Dangerfield's daughter in Easy Money. Right, and they were. Yeah. She was a virgin, and yeah. remember, they were separated immediately on the wet. They never consummated because Daddy, in my mind, is saying no. Didn't they go to that motel and he put in the quarters in the bed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will make it sensuous for you. God, I love that movie. My brother and I saw that movie, Easy Money yeah. and the Claremont. I think it was a Claremont. <laughs> a Bellevue. It might have been a Bellevue. We were the oh, only yeah. people in the theater. And when the credits were rolling, we heard laughter. We were the only people in the theater. We looked up. The projectionist was sticking his head <laughs> out the window of the rain, laughing at Easy Money. <laughs> might have been the Claremont. One of the three jobs he works is like dance hall partner dance instructor oh sure you punch a card and you 10th part card you get a free dance right exactly okay yeah. now we find out what is uh taylor negron's true intention his name's dr phil and they didn't mean that because it wasn't around right his true intention is to get uppers to help him with his working three jobs that's his bit i love it medications room what typical boyfriend yeah he goes why aren't you dancing he goes i'm so tired you poor man hey I'm so tired. I have no energy. <laughs> you poor man now look once again right this movie isn't good i am really cherry picking some great yeah, stuff yeah no i mean this was he, his first movie. It was a little uneven. Right. And you know what he went on to do, right? Flamingo Kid, uh, Beaches, Flamingo Kid. Runaway Bride, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. I haven't seen any of those movies. Mike, what are Is you that crazy? Flamingo about? Kid, I completely forgot about that movie. That was a... Okay, the reason you forgot, right, is because you were always reading about these weird movies and seeing these B-level things, right? Meanwhile, pop culture was going on. Yeah, this no, thing. you're right. No, I remember. I got that mixed up with the Coca-Cola Kid. There's a Flamingo <laughs> Kid and the Coca-Cola Kid. I, I, how would I keep count? So many fucking kids. BMX the Twinkie Kid. Twinkie the Kid. Twinkie the Kid, Carl. Oh, right, like we saw little Billy. That's right. We saw little. We saw little the Billy. So I now he's like, love. "We're we're gonna have our first little nice romance." Noreen, the uppers? I'm no. Yes. Phil, Doctor Phil. That's only funny today. You, you remember the tube bar? Hey, is Phil there? Phil? Yes. <laughs> My pockets. Fill my pockets. <laughs> Is there a fill my pockets here? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hey! Motherfucker. You, <laughs> you little creep. I've been fucking your mother all these years and this is the way you treat me? I'll come down to your joint. <laughs> come on down! Come on my favorite one was he calls him up after like five of them, right? He calls him up like it must have been a little later. 
And the first thing the guy says is, look, why don't I go down there and you and me just fucking have it out? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, you know where I am. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, can I talk to Al? Al, alcoholic husband. <laughs> that one's too obvious. Where but... goes my husband? <laughs> He's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is an example of how I didn't look this movie up. I have no idea who these three people are. Four people. These are all soap opera stars. I don't... But it's gotta familiar. be, but they don't look yeah. familiar to me. You know, ABC okay. motion... This guy yeah. behind the table, excuse me for interrupting, is of definitely course. General Hospital. I remember his face. Weird. He's getting a horrible bit. Let me show you why this movie isn't good. Okay? Okay. Okay. What happened is he said, the doctor by mistake took your nose, put it on your toe, put your toe in it, put it on your nose. And every time you sneeze, you blow your shoe off. Uh, okay, I guess. On him. Okay, now, this is a little touching, right? This is the first time that Hector, his name's not Hector, it's Angelo, or Angela, yeah. The, this is the first time that they're going. He's, she's going to have a touching moment with the young doctor. They're going to start to fall in love. All right, let's hear. Let's hear Hector's voice. Now listen. Excuse me. Could you move over there? No, he's Angela, but now he's Angelo. So he's Angelo, then he is Angela. Huh, cool. He only sees Angela, and he's falling in love. But Angela. he's going to her. Angelo. Angela. <laughs> Angela. Ha, 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 Oh, good. But Young wait, let's fall in love. Let's fall in love with Hector first. Okay, all right. Sounds good, because you'll be... What about you? Sharing. Sunsets on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Angela. Well, you know. Now he's telling the truth. Fucking forget it. Yeah. Burp. What I heard a song in your head. What the fuck is that? What? What? Yeah. Fucking guitar. A special guitar, a fucking guitar. So what are you what are you an idiot? It's a regular guitar. Jesus, I could I could boil a hard boiled egg during this scene. Use it for eight, eight minutes or up. No, you're real sad, right? He wants to be a shrink, you know. He's telling the truth. He's sparing his soul right now. 
Right. City Hospital. Oh. Now, what oh, were Rubik's. you got a list, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Because I, I just remember, like, they existed and they didn't exist. So it was Young Doctors in Love, National right. Lampoon's Class Reunion. Oh, cool. Silkwood, which is not like last year movie. Impulse, which is about a town that, like, does oh, whatever right. they want. Okay. The Flamingo Kid. Yeah. Prizzy's Honor. And then finally Space Camp. Prizzy's Honor. And Space yeah. Camp. Yeah. Good, good run. The studio would close down in 1985, according to Wikipedia. Both ABC and 20th Century Fox are now owned by the Warner, uh, Walt Disney Company. There you go. Okay. So, so we have seen an underprivileged movie. kid, broken home. broken home. One of them says, son of DJ. <laughs> oh, no, the worst fade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's like, why are you giving me the cold shoulder? Let's get back together. You want to try again? You're a horrible first day. I'll be a better second day. But then, yeah. remember she had that dizzy spell? Yes, I remember. Look, old lady smoking pot. It was so funny back then. Are they using like a little roach clip? Mm-hmm. Oh, as we did. Back in the day. Carl, can you give me a roach clip? Oh, never mind. I just smoked a joint to the end. Look. Incorrigible. Welfare recipient. Incorrigible. Poor kid. Okay, so... They're following her every move, and we have a very f unfunny joke in which she gets dizzy and falls over, and they copy like it's supposed gotcha. to be. It's I wonder not what park this is. This? Oh, this is uh, the Sham Shell in Central Park. Oh! Uh, this is kind of funny. Okay. I guess. Did you hear she goes, this is a dumb dance. Shut up, DJ, son. <laughs> son of DJ. You know who hates this movie? DJ. Now, she was a ballerina, Sean Young, and she she used that in here in, in the... Okay, so... Now, M Michael McKean, Dr. Simon August, is very concerned that Stephanie, Sean Young, is has got a particular disease. So he needs a spit sample from her. We don't kind of know it yet. And he, he's lying. When I was a kid, we did the spitting con. Oh, he doesn't talk like that. He's all stiff. Right. He's lying that he does a spitting contest. <laughs> and he's just tricking her into spitting so he can get a sample. But she's spitting in the lake. Yeah. And you need Aquaman to help. Right. Look, tickets to the ballet he was going to present her with. Got it. Gotcha, spit. I'm taking this sample to the lab. To the city general. <laughs> yep. What do you think it could be? I can't tell you. I might be wrong. You know, there must have been a, there was a series of comic books where it was just romance. Like, <clears throat> There was girls buying comic books, and they, I think Young Doctors of Love was an actual, like, unironic comic book name. Mm -hmm. Now, look how she's just handing out the medication, and we're hearing over the loudspeaker it's time for the nurses' strike. If we oh. don't get paid this or that, we're going on strike, girls. Cool. A little class struggle going on. Now, look. 
They're making unfunny jokes about spit. But like, didn't you, not didn't you hear it in this medical journal? The National Enquirer said nothing about this. No, no, it was in People magazine. He just, he does cadavers and he does the lab. Cadaver. Okay, so anyway, for Dr. Simon August, he is going to run three tests on the spit to see if she has a blocka-blocka-blocka-osis. If she oh, does yeah. have it. Blocka-blocka-osis? Blocka-blocka-blocka-osis. Yeah. Excuse me, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. Look at okay, this is really funny. He freaks yeah. out because he's under stress. Where's the money coming from? Check it out. This is so funny, man. They should have made me editor of this film. Right. There would be five scenes. <laughs> her joke is she dances. She's a ballerina. Okay, here's the good part. Starts now. Oscar. Give me another $200,000, <laughs> Where is it coming from, Oscar? Where is it coming from, man? Where is it coming from? <laughs> now watch him switch. August. <laughs> 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 this is messed up, folks. <laughs> so, but, oh. like, if I edited this film, it would be about... I, like maybe 25 to 30 minutes there it's it it hits and it misses it hits and it misses you know, you know also like the, yeah in terms of the story you'll see that some things we've been set up for don't pay off comfortable you'll see okay i just say like gary marshall he's a he was a really funny guy and his movies yes. you know they might be a little streakly or what have you they he knows he knows how to do a joke like the lights are flashing on the thing. That's kind of funny. He smashes it, but he shows a scene where you see it broken, still flashing. Like he gives that right. to the audience, and it's just uh, it's just a good payoff. I don't know. Yeah, I do think he's funny. I think he, uh, yeah. you know, you can kill an afternoon watching sitcoms. You know. Oh, now we're going to get short person joke, and Gary Marshall's doing this to you. You let me know if it's funny. He's going to be done with the call, so he's going to try to do a layup. I'll hang it up. Right. Sure. So he's like. Remember how sturdy phones were? Right. Well, they did put them high like, like that. that. I'm six foot. I, I, I appreciate that. But even that's pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's regular yeah. height for a phone. Look at the doorknob. That's pretty high up there. Look at the doorknob. Right. That's where your hand would go down, right? Uh -huh. Swing it up. The phone's Maybe high up just... there. Mm. I might okay. have to use a tiptoe or something like that. Tippy toe. <laughs> so to the ceiling is 10 feet. Don't you think that's five feet? <laughs> oh, look what he did. Oh, yeah? Do you not think that's funny? He did a slam dunk. He did get it, though. Okay, this is not good, but we have a setup. Hey, I see you're doing drugs. Yes, I am. I have access to them. Okay, I will sell them. I will buy them from you, and you can pay off some of your student loans. How did you know about my student loans? Every internet student loan. It's not a good scene, but it just sets us up for him getting busted later. Okay, spoiler. Oh, that guy narc. Carl, I could tell narc a no. mile. I could tell a TV narc a mile away. 
<laughs> TV narc. The cops find out from an anonymous tip. Does he? Does he? In, does he fall in love with the? Does, he, does him and the nurse hook up at the end? It, well, you see, that's how it unsatisfyingly ends their bit too. Like a lot of them do. She, now, now she's in love with Phil, but not really in love. It's just like the hope of a dating, you know, like a, a surprise. And look, she's really looking pretty nowadays. Yeah. Glasses are off. Hair's not in a bun. Mm hmm. Oh. I liked when her hair was up. It was kind of bunny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to find it bunny. <laughs> uh, the psycho nurses. Right. Now, Michael Richards continues to try to kill Saul, but Sal, but he keeps getting, you know, interrupted, operated on. He's like, they put a thing up my wang. They made me drink chalk. Chalk, right. They stick a tube up my ass. <laughs> here's more unfunny bits we will see uh, her throughout trying the beds and it doesn't you know okay now he's going to assist in surgery and he was specially picked and like he's kind of like snobby you know about it but he won't be able to cut and it's because of this stupid stupid backstory in which he had a birthday trauma okay it's so bad but it sets oh, us up for later he can't do operations okay the greatest surgeon in the world right lenny to our squiggy he can't right. do it right see look he's gonna cut chuck oh. mcgill he almost went to the supreme court that is the uh, hollywood's most professional torso double by the way <laughs> only the finest Right, he that he started with um, hand modeling. Yeah, and, and then he you know, moved to the money. Wrist, mm -hmm. he went to inside his elbow, and then he went, finally got to the torso. Okay, so now we're having a Dr. Simon August flashback. Look, he's the little boy in a doctor's coat, and, like, the family's playing football, and he's, like, the football doctor. It's funny, this movie was made recently... The cam it would be cameo galore in the flashback. There's Ed Bagley uh, Jr. Jr. Okay, I take it back. Okay, they're playing a prank on him. Oh, Grandpa, how you That's this how we is a flashback in surgery. <laughs> ah! uh, it's Gary Marshall. <laughs> He looked old when he was young. Yeah, I know. He pulled it <laughs> off, though. Okay, always, so yeah. this I'm sorry. Okay, finish your no. thought because he he when he when he shows up in comedic roles, he always played this kind of schlubby authoritarian author, oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He always looked like he was in his forties minimum. Right, even when he wasn't. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So 
all we have is, okay, don't you think it's dumb this, like, he has a childhood trauma, now he can't cut. It's like, are they trying to be airplane? Uh, oh, I know that's from Bur uh, Borat, my wife. Now look at Carrie. Oh. Wait, Carrie, that doesn't make sense. The horror lady, Carrie? Yes, the hand was out of the grave, like at the end of Carrie. Spoiler! I gotcha! Oh, I didn't realize that. Wait, they buried her and her hand came out? Yeah, at the end of the movie, right. um, Carrie does blood, die. I remember that. Well, at the end of the film, they do get a wet, you know, like he, he goes, Mom, she go Okay, well, anyway, at the way end of the movie, she, it's a dream sequence, and this girl is at the grave of Carrie, and then spookily her hand comes up and grabs the wrist, you know? And then she wakes up, I'm having trauma in the mental hospital. I got you. All right, thank you, Carl. I appreciate it's it. Now I got it. Wait, hang on. Oh, because of what, <laughs> that movie reference. Oh, oh. Now I get it. Oh. you see the Jewish dog? Okay, now, geez, he's like, it's horrible, it's horrible. He's like, oh, woe is me, I can't cut, I can't cut him. I express it through anger, Sean Young. And Sean's like, let me help you. You can't perform in the operating room? I'll see that you can. And now they're going to have their first sexual encounter he's gonna in the surgery the room. room. Yeah. Is uh, Taylor Negron watching in the peanut gallery? Well, the short answer is no, but the long answer is yes, yes, they are being watched, and they are being watched by Harry Dean Stanton. And he's watching right now. It's horrible. He sees the whole thing. With his Harry Beans. <laughs> oh, and also, um, um, the boyfriend on Kramer's up there, too, Saul Rubinek. Okay, let me tell you about him. Saul Rubinex, yeah. We saw him in White Coats. This guy's interesting because he was born in this refugee camp in Germany, and his father was like, had Yiddish. Yiddish Repository Theater Company. Reper no, reper repertory. Like a repertoire. Right, not Yiddish. like a repository. Right. Kind of like it, but not like it. Yiddish Yeah. Repertory theater company. Anyway, he was a Shakespearean actor and he started in Canada. But anyway, I know him from Frasier. Do you know him on Frasier? I don't think I've seen the TV show Frasier. All right. So what about Frasier? Unforgiven then? Unforgiven? Yes, I have seen Unforgiven. He was like the. Uh, the guy who was like writes books, but it was comic books, graphic novels. Oh, all right. I mean, I've seen his face in hundreds of things, and I just... Right. Uh... He is one of those. Wall Street, Bonfire of the Vanities, Nixon, yeah. True Romance, Against All Odds. He is one of those guys. And it's now, funny because his hair is so big in this movie. Yes. Look, are you getting funny? The doctor called. He goes... What? So he's not having an affair. Right, he's not. But he is like getting emotionally touched by this 
person, you know. Okay, here they're interrupted. I was worried about the test, but now no matter what happens. I, th I think this is a little gross. <laughs> what? Oh, let's try it again. Stop chatting so much. Dr. Ludwig. How long have you been Well, let's just say I loved it when he bit his butt. Which is in the beginning. Doctor, what are you doing up there? I've been looking all over for you, Joe. He's got the results of the test. Oh, wow. He's got the results of the tests and everything is okay. Wow, that's good sex. And you're like, did you do all the tests? One, two, and three? Because three was the big one. And he goes, yes, I did. <laughs> then it's like, he goes, she goes, here, listen, listen. Uh, is there anything else? Anything else? Go right ahead. I'll just stay here and observe. <laughs> He goes, she goes, he goes, beat it. And he goes, like, so now Frazier, which he never saw that show, he goes, but you didn't run the third test. Like, apparently he, he's, I don't know why he does it. It's stupid. He knows that she's going to die from the results and she, he lies. But the Frazier was in the room too. That's the joke as well. Yeah. Well, there's not a joke. Oh yes, okay. that he was watching them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of the. Well, goodness, it's City Hospital. Okay, now we're gonna have a... that's Charlie's mom from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, how funny! Yeah, isn't that cool? And he's oh, a yeah. cameo from a soap. There's Charlie's mom. Do you know Charlie's mom? I know Charlie Day, and I know that his character probably had a mom, and the show's been going on for 16 seasons. So, yeah, I, I know Charlie's mom. So that last soap here, this is Scott from the General Hospital. I know these two from General Hospital. There, like, I've examined your breasts, your butt, your big... You well, I'm like, he goes, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they say dirty it's words Christmas in the movie. Time. God, this movie. Yes. Okay, here's have. Uh, here's uh, here's like a Maria. Okay. Big party tonight. Lot of broads. You can hear it, okay? Yeah. I hear Hector. Oh yeah. So he's now asking her on a date, and she's saying yes. Is Pop fine? Oh, right. Michael Richards finally did it. Of course Michael Richards is having news, Carl. Can you believe it? Lynching. Yeah. He hung himself. Of course he did the lynching. Okay, now, with all the strength that Sal can muster, he takes off the noose and puts it onto the foot of, okay? Because it's like, will I ever win? The answer is no. 
Kramer will never win. Did you hear the story that Jerry Seinfeld is teasing a, a reboot of sorts for Seinfeld? I mean, it's probably going to oh, be a car commercial. I wonder what they would do with, with Kramer, though, because he's so toxic. They No, they it's been that was 2006. So you're right. He's toxic. But that was 2006. They will think to themselves that enough time has passed. I did. There was a Curb Your Enthusiasm where they addressed it. He played himself. Right. He played himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still think I don't think he could get away. Like you just that's something you just can't get away from. Well, okay, so it's it's a nice party, and then look, he's like, you uh, should have that mole removed. The lighter ones can stay. What a killjoy! Yeah, that movie just went from G to to G G G. Now here G -G. comes Susan Lucci, and her whole thing is, you must be a very rich if you're a doctor. There she is. There she is. Wow. I knew it! I knew it! I'm overdressed! I'm overdressed! So, uh, I think it's really cute how uh, Hector Elizondo is, is in this love affair with this young doctor who wants to be a psychologist. Is that Rick Overton? Yeah, Rick Overton. Beverly Hills Cop, Groundhog Day. I just don't think he's very... Good. I'm sorry. Uh, he's great. Carl, you know, he's a he's a comedian and uh I yes. seen him on, speaking of comedy day, we were talking about that earlier. I uh -huh. saw him and Robin Williams do like a, a bit together on stage. Oh yeah? Yeah, they're That's they're cool. buddies. You know, Rick Overton, right, Groundhog's Day, million dollar mystery. He has this young rubbery face, right? Like on every man's yes. face. And then, you know, he's one of those guys, he got older, he has a beard now and uh, Yeah, he looks he great older look. too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't mean. Oh, there's Charlie's mom on the left. I didn't mean to say. I just meant in this film, his performance. I don't like sure. it. The, it's very flat. All right, look, this is still funny stuff. How they? He's sometimes a man and sometimes a woman. He likes to fucking ice cream. Yeah, holiday on ice. Now he sees the boobs. I know, it's a little awkward. Try not to notice. Get off my couch. How about that? No, so psychiatrist thinks that a woman is saying, this isn't cool. I see a naked, you know, did you see, you know, yeah. but the boy, the Hector is Angelo. saying, Check out those tits, you know, so that's, yeah. the, okay. She's like, this time I am pregnant. She got her stomach popped. I'm really pregnant this time. Ted McGinty. I, I can't even recognize him as silhouette. Ted McGinty, so they called him the curse because uh, he was on Happy Days and then they said the show got canceled or the show went yeah. down in quality, but he was on Happy Days for, for many seasons. And then they said the same thing. He was on some sitcom that got canceled, and then there was a Ted yes. McGinty curse. But well, okay, it isn't fair because he was on Dynasty, he was on Love Boat, he was in Revenge of Nerds. <laughs> Revenge yeah, sure. of the Nerds. There's a lot of ships he did not sink. I think it was a coincidence he was on Happy Days. Well, he was on Happy Days for like four seasons, five seasons. 
Hope and Faith, I guess, is the ABC sitcom, and it was a Married with Children spinoff. Spinoff, really? Yeah, is what it says here. We it wasn't on my radar. Now, didn't New Year's Eve pass? Why is everyone still Santa Clausing? Um, is this still Christmas then, right? I no, we're maybe it's late in the year. That's a good point. Oh my God, those boobs are to die for. Now she has been in other stuff we've seen. Okay. Um, sure, I recognize that face anywhere. Okay, now here's something I hate about the film. Okay, Sean Young says to Michael McKean here, like, I've decided I'm not going home to my rural, you know, I'm not going to serve my community as the daughter of the doctor who served his community. I'm not carrying on the legacy. I'm going to marry you and be in Beverly Hills. I hate this part of the movie. Every <laughs> It should be the other way around. He's the stiff, tough one. He needs right. to like, change his character. And I, I'll, I've never been a country doctor before, but I Bet you I can learn. I, I Doc, just they ripped off Doc Hollywood. All right, they ripped it <laughs> off. Okay, like this he was is great. Be... Listen, this is Hector on the fucking guitar. Yeah, the fucking guitar is that a special kind of guitar? The remember it was like a fucking guitar. Yeah. So I thought that was really impressive. Hector can really play. He's really good in this movie. I understand why Gary Marshall was like, you know what? You're all right. Yeah. In New Year's Eve. He was Eve, in um, Princess Diaries and Beverly Hills Cop. And... Yeah, he well, he's great in Beverly Hills Cop. In fact, he was in all the three of them. One, two, three, right? That was pretty early. Wait a minute. In Beverly Hills Cop, he was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Because one of the guys, one of the original guys wasn't in it. He was in retirement. But I, <laughs> yes, but Axel, he told me everything about you. You remember there was like Judge yep. Reinhold and then there was the crusty old white guy. The crusty old white guy never made it to the third one. I don't know if he gets, character gets shot. I know the, the sergeant gets shot. So mm -hmm. in Replace, they had a replacement guy. He's like, oh, yeah, the dead guy told me all about you, Axel. And I, I was just like him. Okay, now, he's, you know, we're going to get married, and they're singing Barbershop Quartet. And then she gets sick. Oh, my God, we must be going Maybe. into Act 3, and we got to save Sean Young's life. He's too young to die. Yeah, she is, I'm too short to die. Well, actually, no, honey. I'm too young to die. That, yes, oh, that, that, that makes more sense, yeah. It's only the young who die. Young. Only the good, and you suck. Only the Sean die young. Sean. Wait, only the good Sean the, young. The, the, only you know the Sean. I like her movies, but I prefer only the good Sean young movies. <laughs> <laughs> only the good Sean Young. Only no, no, don't mention that. Only the that. good Sean Young. So I keep waiting for you to bring up Sean Young and Defender because she's such a kook, and you haven't done it. I've been waiting oh, the Defender? whole movie. Defender, yes. Oh, I've seen her a bunch of stuff. You know, yeah, we did that movie, did we? Yeah, we did Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Oh, okay, I saw listen. her. To... 
Well, okay, just for the plot, just know he's found a surgeon that could save her life, but okay. it's like the only operation ever. It's very complicated, and I'm going to play audio clips later. Okay, go There's on. There's a movie she did called The Addiction, which which uh, James Wood, yeah. and it's about this guy who kind of goes to Hollywood, goes to Los Angeles, starts a career, and there's a scene during the happy moments. The movie's called The Addiction, but uh, right. during happy moments, him and Sean Young share hot dogs outside of Pink Hot Dogs in Hollywood. Oh. And they, they're, like, standing outside the hot dog place, and they're, like, wrapping arms eating hot dogs together, like, you know, like, romantically eating hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, there was, um, okay, there, I, one moment. Okay, James Woods in 89 sued Young for harassing him and his then fiance. Um, disruptive behavior, left a disfigured doll on his doorstep. <laughs> uh, she denies the allegations and claims that Woods just filed a lawsuit like out of spite because they were, it was a crush being turned down. That's all. So sue me. And he did. And it was settled out of court. So he kind of didn't. But but he didn't win. Like Young was, it said, they paid for her legal costs. 220 something thousand dollars. So she, obviously it was judged as frivolous or something. Yeah. You know, There's I don't. Incidents here for her not to be a weird person. But this one, she might not have done anything. I think when okay. it comes to her and James Woods, oh, you see the, the bedpan, the bomb, right? Which was intended. The bomb was, of course, intended for the mob. She's like, no smoking. Of course, it's going to be time for bodily function. Uh, no. Oh no, not my nuts. <laughs> my nuts. Not my nuts. Carl, but, you know we've learned from acting. If you get hit in the nuts, what do you say? Oh, uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! That's what it was. That's um octagon and there was another one. Thunderground. Anyway, Michael Richards is too smart for that, so he pees into the bedpan. Of course, that turns off the dynam dynam the fuse. But he's going to smoke in an oxygen tent, blowing himself up anyway. <laughs> and he's got the wrong end anyway. Oh, they had one free days. Oh. Oh, there he is. Back they to built normal. that sign just for that joke. Okay, now. The, the only operation that can save um, his life, coincident, can be done by this guy. Now... He's refusing to do it because it's too, you got to hear it. Okay. It's all over. So he's refusing to kiss on the fire. Even though he did it once before. Okay. So he goes, look, I've appealed to you as a man. Listen to this. Check this out. Okay. This is really funny. I would leave this in my edit. Okay, well, I'll be right back. No, Mike, no, wait. Did you catch it, Mike? Oh, oh, he missed the funniest thing. He'll come back for this unfunny bit. Okay. 
Listen, uh, this Gary Marshall was great. He started his career in the 60s with like the Lucy show, Dick Van Dyke show. And that's not I Love Lucy. I, it's the Lucy show, Dick Van Dyke, The Odd Couple. Um, he developed the TV adaptation of The Odd Couple. And uh, of course, he created Happy Days. That was really what launched him. His sister was in Laverne and Shirley. And why not? Why not? She deserves it, kind of. Um, he loved Hector Elizondo, and he was in every film he ever made. Um, I don't know. There's other uninteresting stuff, like he wore a different baseball jacket to the set every day. And there's a list here, but it was worth the snuff. Mike, did you come back? Damn it. Damn it. I hear the mic. You're back. Hi, Carl. Hi. Remember that pee joke from an hour ago? Yeah, Finally got to me. Finally that got was to me. so funny. Not, oh, not when Michael Richards pees. Oh. That pee joke was not a joke. I had to pee all this time. This whole time. Okay. For future shows, what I do, you can't see it here, is I have a hose that I took from a douche and it leads to a bucket. And if I got to go, I just mute out. Now, why don't you show the bucket? Well, um, it, I just don't want to, like, if we are hosting for Thanksgiving, and if I was to spill on the carpet, she would freak. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so Mannequin the, 2. <laughs> Mannequin 3, the horror film, she cracks apart. Um, they are practicing the operation. We're getting jokes. That guy stutters. She's a ballerina. Okay, so he's, he's, he's teaching the crew over and over. They're getting better and better at performing the operation as a team. Like you have to turn this blood pressure off and then for only for 30 seconds or her heart will stop. So you turn the blood pressure back on and you have, you have to go through the caragaragary artery. Was that um, designer Jean joke that, that we, that the model just lying there? Yes. It was yeah. Calvin Klein. Um, I'm not sure. It was like magazine poster kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay, look, uh, the nurse saw him steal the pills, okay? So she called the police, okay? Oh. And, right. Now, we're not even at the end of the film, and their little love story is going to pay off here. And the payoff is terrible. He's going off to jail, and he'll never be seen again with, like, still, like, However many minutes left in the film, it's it's a bad choice uh, of the writing, and I blame Gary Marshall, even though he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you could blame Gary Marshall for a lot of things, but you know. Oh, Phil, it had to be this way, Phil. We're getting not funny jokes. It's gonna be a car crash. Doors locked. It's gonna be a car chase. Car chase. Doors locked. No chase. Is that that's funny? funny? Yeah, I think okay. that's funny. There's the blind cop. Am I pointing this at you? Did we get him? He's got a tin cup. Good job, Abe Bugoda. I'm sorry, Phil, but it had to be this way. Used me as a warning. Is this funny? I think, is it satire? Yes. That is funny. It's supposed to be a soap opera. Medicine. 
I'm no good for you. You seen Soap Dish? I saw it on Max recently. I did not see Soap Dish. It's Maybe really I funny. Did. Wait, is it the behind the scenes of a like she didn't know she had a daughter or something? That's right. Maybe I you saw it. Seen it. Yeah. Was it Gary Sally Marshall's Fields? Kidding. Yeah, Sally Fields and Robert Downey Jr. back in the day, and uh, oh, maybe Goldberg's in it. Who's that great actor? He was in Fish Called Wanda. That great Kevin Cos. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Listen, it. it's time for the operation. It's the day of, and it needs to be. Oh no, they're on, they're on strike. Yeah, that's right. It sucks. So let me ruin it for you. She, we strike out, and she dies. Nice JK! Woo! Just fucking with ya. <clears throat> it goes, your pay can I interview you, woman on the street? Listen to his girl voice, right? I got nothing to do with it. Get off the car! Hey, you here? Uh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He really is. He's got this glorified role in uh, New Year's Day. You see, the ball in Times Square can't fall. There's something wrong with it. It's not going to fall. So okay. he has to walk up there and, and fix it. Oh, who? Hector. In what movie? Gary Marshall's last film, New Year's Eve. Or New oh, Year's maybe Day. I saw it. It must not have been good. You've seen it, right? Ashton Kutcher's in the elevator New Year's Eve, and it breaks down, and he's there with this girl, and they fall in love. Mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Now Gary look, Marshall's, yeah. Now we're getting a wrap-up of another love story. And I again, oh. I think it's too early. It's a Dear John letter from Angela. And what voice is he hearing? Various fucking reasons. <laughs> this movie wouldn't be fun on TV because they would have edited out the uh, Hector cursing. Right. Yeah. Oh, you weren't supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in surgery. What kind of masks are those? Like he has to tie it around in the back of his head? No, it goes, yes, it goes over the. I've been know. wearing masks a few times myself. I, I haven't really seen it like that. I don't give a fuck about that. I can control the fucking person. When you look at me, what do you see? Listen, listen. I'm married. Oh. Saul's realizing he's he he's overhearing like a breakup. Why is that guy dressed like that during this whole movie? 
because he's in the mob and they're going to kill the father. That's what uh, Michael Richards was there for. No, I'm talking about the guy behind Hector. The World he War One guy. Sal, who, who's better now. Sal, Sal, who's better now. He had like some sort of, remember he was paralyzed? Right, yeah. Now he's better and they're checking out. He sent the Dear John letter. I okay. Just don't yeah. Now this is really good. He finds out he's broke. It's really good, man. All Remember right, how he freaked out before? This yeah. is that level of freak out. Oh, it's the phone taped up? Look at that comedy yeah, silence. Yeah. Right. Continuity person. You got to milk every joke for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. Get angry, Dabney. I was never in the silver market. Ed then said a nap here in the bottom fell out of the market. That's why they call it risk capital. All right. What the heck? For a brilliant surgeon, Ed Banker. Pops. Nope. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> oh, of course, the case is bulletproof. Don't you hate when you bring guns into the hospital? Yeah. All right. Okay, now, the guy we just saw freak out is the head surgeon, is the surgeon who performed this before, is the surgeon who's going to perform it now, okay? But he will go fucking mashuga, okay? And Meshuggah. he will not. Well, on the, I think it's Meshugana, but on the over, on the, you know, the head, uh, the, oh, yeah. The, yeah, they go, Dr. So-and-so won't be performing the, he's gone Meshugah. I love it. Okay. Crank that up. All the audience is coming in, you know, to see playbills. the big doctor. Yep. They got ushers. Sign seating. Ow! <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? He shot it with the gun. He's, he's on a rampage. He shot her toe. Oh, they got punk rockers. Yeah, because the the nurses strike. Now these this woman, I know her face. I just don't have I just too much to research in right. this movie. She's got to yeah, be. No, a you. Sir, you'll have to take a number, sir. Okay, in my edit would be this stupid little joke. Okay, so he thinks he sees, you know, our man, but he it won't be. We'll have, I don't know, some kind of, it's sort of flat, even though it's acted well. But this guy goes, he goes, tell me my chances, doctor. Tell me my chances. And he gives him the gun. He goes, it's that bad? Listen. There you go. <laughs> Watch what he does. Uh, <laughs> that would be in my 20-minute edit of making this film funny. It's a 20-minute edit. Director's cut. Right. Carl being a different director. Right. Opinionated assholes cut. 20 minutes. You're <laughs> done with this film. Okay, so now he's just getting the news that Doctor's not coming. Listen, I really wanted to have a big debate with you. You'd say Sean Young was, was unfairly 
characterized. And, I do uh, think she's unfairly characterized. Right. I also, then I would, I, what I, what I think is, it's, it's that sometimes the guys get away with their craziness more. The, the yeah, it's true about, you're right about it as like something of our world. But, but okay, listen. She had a small wall, role in Wall Street because she had clashes with Oliver Stone. She was supposed to have this big role in Wall Street, and she ended up just being the wife in that one scene, remember? Yeah. You know the Catwoman thing. Sure, she showed up to the set. Uh, she showed up to Warner Brothers dressed as Catwoman. But she wasn't the first. But didn't like Angela, uh, David Bowie's uh, wife dress up as uh, Catwoman over years the during is, the 60s? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. It's just sort of welcomed. Uh, if Sam which, Rockwell did that shit, people would be like, oh, can you believe how crazy that guy was? He dressed up as Batwoman and all right. showed up and said, All right, maybe you got me there. How about this then? Uh, she was cast as uh, Trest something in Dick Tracy. She was dismissed in That's true heart. Yeah. She doesn't seem maternal in the role. And then Young said later her dismissal was punishment for having rebuffed Warren Beatty's advances, a statement Beatty denies. Oh, so who played Test True Heart? His then-girlfriend Madonna, right? So uh, No, it was... Um, she was Breathless Mahoney. Uh, breathless it was Mahoney. Um, Glenn Hedy. Headley. Glenn Headley? I don't know. I... That's a movie I never really want to rewatch. All right, she's been in rehab twice, okay, and she sure she has problems. I don't know if she's acting right now. Is she currently acting? Can I see yes. Sean Young? Is yes, something? she is. Yes, you could see her in. I have a late two thousand late credit somewhere. It's not jumping out at me. Okay, well she's still out there. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, it, it I don't know. She be... stole. She was accused of stealing two like MacBook laptops. She had a scuffle at the 84th Academy Awards. She didn't have a ticket. She slapped a security guard. They dropped the charges later. I don't know. God bless her. God bless her. I enjoy her on the screen. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was a thankless role. I, 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 I would have to say Ace Ventura was unfortunate that she, that uh, the joke was that she was trans and that they were all shocked by it at the end. Well, it was 90 what? Something. Yeah, it was nine. Right, it was, it was, right, it was only thirty years ago. I mean, um, it was thirty years ago. Yeah, it's um, Mayo Clinic, Mount Sinai, Jewish Hospital. Uh, nineteen ninety four was Pet Detective. They found out that like the real surgeon's not going to do it. This intern guy is, and so okay, so out of love of her and the fact that he can function in this room, he cuts her. And the operation begins. And now we have our Act 3 rush to... Don't faint? No, no. No, our Act 3 rush to, like, have the ticking time bomb. That You know, like, they've got to perform the operation flawlessly and within these time parameters. And they must reconnect this vein before the heart stops. And All the Cut. other storylines story wrapped up, right? So, uh... Taylor Negron is arrested. He tells the woman right. he loves to yes. make him an example. Uh, Hector and the doctor have a sweet moment. They're broken She's, up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we also already wrapped up the two happy days, like uh, 
Oh, Ted and the uh, the pregnant lady. Yeah, but that might have been an Act Two thing. All right, so it's not working well. Okay, let's just turn it on so you can hear some stress. You okay. need someone with little hands, and the nurses are on strike. So he's like me. Uh, but the guys. Thurman, help me. Substitution. Doctor Chamberlain in for Doctor August. Color commentary. Well, it's to the people who remain. I'm hearing the saxophagioid nerve. Now, she I'm broke the picket line. I'm a nurse. I know where I'm needed. She knows where she's needed. I'm needed here. Why are you dedicated? That ain't all dedication. My Meanwhile, the clock is ticking. Right, they're talking about. I appreciate you being a oh. scab. Come on. There's a um they did a Reagan joke. They've done that a few times. Why did you sell the drugs? Reaganomics. Um why did you break the strike? Because of my cousin was an air traffic controller. Air traffic controller. <laughs> oh, it's hilarity. He's choking on the suction. He he he. Well, I mean there's a lot of visual gags. Is the basketball court still in there? The look hoop? at the yes. Look at the tie on their heads. That's where they tie the top of no, them. I gotta know. Okay. <clears throat> I would not want to walk outside with that though. No, there's been lots of advances in the mask in mask technology and design, sure. and this, these were patented and they're just yesteryear. I wouldn't be caught dead in a mask I like that. It's... I heard the mask in the 90s was smoky. <laughs> they had skimpy masks, too. You could, they were really. You seen Jim Carrey in the mask? Right. Smoky. Oh, I get it. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I knew you didn't get it. I explained it again. Okay. It's going south. Everything's going wrong. It's not going to happen. He's sucking his thumb? No, I think he's saying he's, it's not funny. Oh, this is close encounter music. Yeah. It is the close encounter song. That's right. They've been doing that every time they go to the monitor. They pick a different icon. Iconic uh, melody. No more heartbeat. Did they do that one? Oxygen. Now, okay, all the machinery says she's got no vitals, okay? Right. But the truth is somebody unplugged it, which doesn't make sense because you wouldn't get any electricity at all. It's not like, but at the same time, see that oh, whoop, no. whoop, 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 game over. Whoop, 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 whoop. But it's just because someone kicked it out. Okay, so here's what I want to say to you. They think she's dying and she's not. He goes, 10 cc's of adrenaline. Like they pumped her with crap, you know, and they massaged the, like if you were really fine and someone gave you all that adrenaline and a little electric shock, you'd be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks she's dead. And then we find out it was just the thing was unplugged. Quick, save her. And they will be able to. Oh, she's breathing. Yeah, she's breathing. The 
and and uh... someone must have put in another quarter. Oh, oh it's a miracle uh, that it illuminates without any power. I don't understand that. Maybe they have like a couple minutes of juice left in there. Oh, now everything's <laughs> back to normal. Yeah, because he plugged it in, and that's our big joke. And the first time I ever saw this film, I didn't notice that that's an impossibility. Oh, you went with it. You know, it reminds me of City Under Siege, Police Academy 5, where oh, there's... Uh, just a, It's an appearance of a soap star. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so the city has a blackout, and there's chaos everywhere. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's a Demi Moore cameo. Okay. Demi, Demi Moore, Moore. Demi Moore. She is in this bit. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, so there's a Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Do you remember that from Monty Python? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, uh, there's a blackout, and uh, Michael Winslow, to stop the crowd at the comedy club, takes the microphone and does impressions. Okay, now, this is interesting, but I don't like it. The one love interest half and the other love interest half are now connecting, okay? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, it isn't done well. Okay, Here's something really stupid, too. They take a person who came out of surgery and bring her out into the open air, exposed to getting knocked over and someone on the street flicking an ash on her. Is this like Italy? No, it's... Somewhere in Los Angeles or Canada. It's Yeah, right. Good call, Canada. But it's Los Angeles because this is ABC TV. And right. I have a location somewhere... Uh, they took 41 days to shoot. The name of the facility is City Hospital. Okay, so now we get, like, you're alive! That kind of crap. Sure. Where is where it was shot? <clears throat> Similar titles. It's Rancho Los Angeles is a hospital in Downey, California. Downey. Downey, California. Big deal. Look, hi, hi. Uh, it was she, a mistake to do this. But luckily, they'll stop her with balloons. And we'll get a nice kissy, kissy moment with balloons. Is that funny? She takes her glasses off. He puts, he them puts on. it on. Oh. And there's the guys who didn't. Maybe they'll kiss. Da, 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 our da, wedding da, is da, in da. the hospital. I, I could have sworn I saw Ed end credits play. Right. And he the joke was, he goes, not now, not now. And they roll back. Oh, he God, goes, now. He just said, now. Now. Now it rolls. Oh, he had to wait to get married. We had a marriage in a hospital. Please keep we... it down, cause we're having a <laughs> wedding. I see you as <laughs> stat stat. I see now, you he's married. Now pediatrician at Disney World, and you know we're gonna go through each character and oh no, really? Just, yeah, we already did. Oh, so we're hearing it now. 
Rick Overton is now Named their first son Crystal Bernard. They call yeah. the kid Peckerhead. Wasn't she in like T.J. Hooker? She went on to do T.J. Hooker. Or The Fall Guy or one of those shows. Dr. Oliver Ludwig moved to Hawaii and became a professional wine taster. Ha, 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 Because uh, he's an alcoholic. Ha, 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 ha. Well, also because he tasted the piss, remember? Pamela Reed, yes. She got an aww because she won the Mother Teresa Award. Aww. Uh, is, is that realistic that he would be at the wedding? Yeah, sure. Why not at this point? <laughs> Handcuffed to a sheriff. Da, 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 da. What about all the wacky guys who are not doctors? Uh, like this one? Like da, Michael da, da. Richards. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is who they showed us at the end with the wedding. This is their... He's handcuffed. Yeah, he's trying to eat the jelly. Oh, the drugs. Punk it's Roger, drugs. Are they throwing drugs at him? Yeah. Now look, how can he be in public if he remember he was on the run? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, they had to show him at the end. I Michael Richards. That guy looks. He looks like uh. He looks like Gary Marshall, the other guy. Look, here's uh, Hector. Hector, I know. Yeah. There's Hector. Bold, even bold in ninety eighty two. Yep. He always looked old. Well, I said bold, but he old and bold. No, bald, right? Oh, you yeah. said bold, bold. I heard I bold. Oh, I thought you. I thought you said old. Oh, yes, look at I that! Did. It's like a I heart. Did. Isn't that cute? There were no laser beam effects used in this oh, movie. Oh, Stop! All right, enough oh, of the jokes. Oh, Carl, Carl what do you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. You really needed to see it without us. Having said that, it was bad. You could see how this guy was going to be great. You know, and he was already great. He had already made Happy Days and done, I not I Love Lucy, but the Lucy. Sh I mean, he was all over Dick. He was Dick all over TV. And yeah. I, he, I agree. He was, yeah. I always wanted to see this movie. I remember seeing the ads in the newspaper and it's a mixed bag. You know, it's kind of fun to see young versions of people I think are funny. In it. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It wasn't that great. It had some moments. It does have moments. There was some really funny moments. Well, cool. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, Phil Major, for uh, posting this movie. Because Lord knows, I don't think I would be able to find it. And you know how I found it, Carl? I went to my Amazon, and uh -huh. I typed in Young Doctors. And it says it's unavailable. So I went to my oh. YouTube, typed it in, and there it was. Yeah, Thank you, perfect. YouTube. Well, we hope you enjoyed Young Doctors in Love. Hope you enjoyed all the Carl's research and our little banter back and forth. We do this every week. We'll be back next Sunday, 2 p.m. You can hear, hear us first on radio.fm. A lot of great shows, a lot of live stand-up comedy shows there. If you're a comedian, you can sign up. If you love to see live comedy, come by, or you can just hear it on the radio station. We have a YouTube channel. We have a podcast you can find us by typing in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. While you're at it, type in carlsucks.com. Find out where Carl's at. Carl, where's he at? Scotty's. Scotty's. What uh, else is there? Yeah, and I'll be at uh, Sketchfest in February of 2024. It's uh, Nice. And, uh, yeah, February 4th. Try to join me. Difficulties. 
Yeah, well, that'd be fun. Come yeah. on over to San Francisco. Yeah. We'll do it there. All right, well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed the show and uh, check out our. We don't have a Patreon page. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered by Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How's it going? See, I turned the right way the right first time. That's right. Hey, we're streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm. That's an internet radio station. We're straight out of SF, San Francisco, sucker-free city. We are on every Sunday, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, because that is the San Francisco time. PST. If you're an East Coast dude, you can listen to us on uh, every Sunday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, East Coast dude time. 
We are also a podcast, and you have to search for us by our acronym, which is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And we're also a YouTube channel. Basically, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You're going to watch it on YouTube with the sound off, and you're going to listen to this podcast at the same time. If that's too much of a trouble, subscribe to our YouTube channel where Carl has synced the movies and our podcast together forever. That's not really true now, Carl. We're going to be watching right now. We're on YouTube as well, and we'll be watching the movie on YouTube in real time. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the screen. In the past, I have sink, sunk, synced sunk them, them. Sync them together. But now you we're going to do together. it in real time. Sounds great. So we want you to find our movie. Carl, what movie are we watching this week? This week, we will watch Zapped Again 1990. Zapped, Z-A-P-P-E-D, Again 1990. Zapped Again 1990. And the channel we like is in Russian. Okay. It's O-N-E-R. I guess it's Owner Kakopub. Kakopub. Yeah. So if you look at the Russian letters and say, I don't know Russian, but I do know English, it looks like Onar Kakopop. But don't worry, it's the only channel hosting this movie. <laughs> so go ahead and type in Zapped Again. Yes, it's the sequel to Zapped. Zapped Again. Find the Russian dude. Click the link. Hit the pause. Move the timer to the zero, zero, zero. And wait for us to say go. And then we're going to all hit play at the same time. Now, we're really excited. Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian. Really dig deep into this comedian. And then this celebrity comedian, I haven't heard it yet, is going to do the celebrity comedian countdown. And when that celebrity comedian says go, we hit go. Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with director extraordinaire, Doug Campbell. Welcome, Doug. Thank you very, very much, Carl. Appreciate it. Now, you are an accomplished director. You are fully working all the time. Uh, I'm also impressed, though, here you have over 30 credits as a screenwriter. Now, I know you're just back from a shoot. That's what delayed our interview. Tell everybody what you're up to nowadays. Thanks for asking. Well, uh, yeah, I've been very, very busy as of late um, uh, directing a great deal of movies that air on Lifetime Movie Network, Lifetime Channel, and then also Tubi and other things like that. Uh, and uh, I've been keeping busy with a couple different clients and enjoying it. And I do a lot of writing and I do a lot of directing. I kind of, I write in order to support the directing habit. Uh -huh. uh, I, I prefer to write and then direct for sure. That's more fun for me. Although I will, of course, you know, uh, <laughs> direct other people's screenplays sure. uh, when, when, that, when that arises. And, um, yeah, I just finished a film that, that is going to be called My Husband's Ex, which is okay. about a woman who moves in next door to her high school sweetheart and wants to get him back. And it's, it's the usual, you know, Lifetime Channel uh, obsession <laughs> thriller. And then prior to that, just a couple of weeks prior to that, we were doing Danger in Yosemite, which was a heck of an adventure where we went up to Yosemite Park and we did a kidnapping movie. Uh -huh. And then, and so anyway, so it, it, it's been busy. I think I've done... I've lost count, honestly, but I think I've done like 12 movies in the last 15 months. It's been wow. very busy and I can't yeah. complain. I mean, I, I could try, but I won't. And it's nice to be, it's nice to be working, frankly. 
So now, Doug, the reason we have you on is because you are di you directed the movie that we're going to watch today, Zapped Again. Now, that was, I'm going back a lot of years here. I mean, it there was released in 1990. So tell me, where were you at in your life at that time? And how did you get the gig? You know, okay. this is a great opportunity, I thought. Well, okay. You ready? You sitting down? I was literally working at a restaurant as a busboy. So I had directed one feature film that I had done with my two partners, Scott Mulvaney and Dan Salakovich, and we had made a film called An American Murder. And I was very, very fortunate to have done that at the ripe age of 23, 24. So there I was with a film that had gone to the can market, An American Murder. It had been distributed by MGM UA. It was acquired by CBS Fox. It was all you know, distributed all around the world, et cetera, Terrific. in 1988, 89-ish. And then uh, I waited for the phone to ring and the phone didn't ring. And I thought to myself, oh my God, how do you, what, do you, what else you gotta do? A cinematographer that, the cinematographer on An American Murder, Chewie Elizondo, he went in and showed, he literally car carried the Goldberg cans of the film into ITC. Uh -huh. which was the producer of Zapped Again and then also yes. Stepfather 2. And he showed them the reel. They, he, and, the, and the executives go, hey, this movie's pretty good. Who's the director? So Jeff Burr, terrific guy, terrific director, and an angel called me up out of the blue. And he said, hi, my name is Jeff Burr, and I'm a director, and I'm doing a movie called Stepfather 2, and I want to talk to you about your cinematographer. And I said, oh, wow, okay. And I talked to him a little bit, and I go, and he says, by the way, Doug, he goes, you should go talk to the executives at ITC. They really like your movie. Uh -huh. So I did. So right. I walked I walked the whole film in there, carried it in with gloves, and met Dennis Brown, Vince Chung, Ben Montano, the guys who worked on the movie. And they said, well, we have a film coming up later on that we might consider you for. And uh, six, seven months go by, and I hadn't heard from them. And then they called me. I read the script. I thought to myself, this is the worst script I've ever read. <laughs> and no offense to my friends who wrote it, but I really thought it was terrible. But I had the great, great choice of I could either go back to work on Monday at the restaurant or, or direct a feature film. And so, and so they said, and by the way, we shoot in a week. Mm -hmm. So there I was. With my, yeah, with my second feature film ever. And they said, you have five days of prep and then you hit the ground running. But then I ended up doing it. And, and I had a fun time, and I, I loved working with Jeff Apple, our producer, and the yes. cast was great. Everybody was, every, everybody was a doll. Kelly Williams was wonderful. Todd Andrews was wonderful. The whole cast is wonderful. And, and uh, I got to meet Lyle Alzado, you know, yeah. a football icon. So, so I was, was going to go to him. That was one of my last questions. I mean, he really yeah. seems like a character, you know? I, I just wanted to hear, I don't know, some anecdote or, sure. I mean, he must have been great to work with. He seems like a fun guy. Well, what's interesting is he was huge. You know, his, his, he was just, and he was the most fearsome guy in the NFL. I mean, he'd throw, yes. he'd throw football. If you remember him, he'd throw yes. quarterbacks to the floor. And, and I don't think those guys would get up after he'd throw them down. Well, he, he wanted, he, we had him, you know, in his dressing room, which was a, which was a classroom. We were shooting at this high school in Pico yes. Rivera and we had him in his dressing room and he just wanted to get out and play. He just wanted to get out and throw the football with the kids on the field. So, so there he was tossing a football around with our background team. 
uh, on a day out on the field. And it was just so great. He just wanted to get out and play with the, with the young kids. And it was really fun. And then one day he had a love scene that he had to do with Sue Ann Langdon. Yeah. 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 Where he has to propose to her, which you're going to see in the movie. And he said, this is what I want to do. And he says, Doug, can you come here for a second? Can you play Sue Ann, Sue Ann's part? And so I, <laughs> I went behind the desk. And if you can imagine my little cherubic 25 year old face and this <laughs> monster of a man, he brought his lips within inches of mine. And then he just, as he says his proposal line, he, he the entire crew is watching. He kissed me. <laughs> okay. On the lips. And it, would, it, it brought the roof down. Everybody was just cracking up. And so then, it, you know, we had just a fun time. He was just a goofy guy. Yeah. And it was sad when we lost him. Yes. Uh, yes. It was yeah. way early. Too early. It really was. Early, now, yeah. speaking of cast, yeah. you had Karen Black. Now, at your yeah. tender age of 20-whatever, did you understand who she was? Oh, sure. Oh, oh yes. Sure. How did here's you get the... involved? Okay. All right. Well, here, here's the funky thing. First of all, two, two things about that. It, it, this movie, was, this movie was, my, was my master's degree in, in film <laughs> because it was my second film. And you kind of learn what you did wrong. Put, put it this way. When they hired me to do a movie called Zapped Again, I'll be honest with you, I did not like the teen comedies of the, of the late 80s. Uh -huh. These, they, I did, I've never seen Porky's, and I don't plan to. Oh. I, 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 I mean, I, I just don't have uh, the taste for stupid boob comedies. I just Boy, they don't. get the right guy. Oh, and not only that, after, when they said to me, hey, Doug, we're, we're thinking about doing Zapped Again, and I said, oh, I better watch the original. I watched the original with Scott Bayo, and no offense to the, to the fans out there, but yeah. I watched that film. It's awful. Yeah. It's it's awful. I hated it. I thought, my God, this is the stupidest goddamn film I've ever seen. And I'm going to direct the sequel. Terrific. So I was not the guy for the job. When we screened that film at the Northridge Cineplex in a tiny little theater that, that Jeff Apple said, we're going to screen it in a tiny theater. We're going we're gonna to pack it with teenagers. Those kids went nuts. <laughs> they were laughing at jokes that I didn't even think were funny. I just went, I, this is funny, I guess. I didn't even know it was funny. They liked it more than I did, yeah. frankly. And I was shocked. Well, I was wondering how Karen Black even got oh, okay. involved. Okay. It doesn't seem like her. Okay, yeah, completely illogical. Okay, well, this is part of stunt casting. First of all, you know, you get a Karen Black, you get, you get a Linda Blair, who was a right. doll, worked with her for one day, and you get Lyle, who worked with us a couple days. And, and that's your, you know, stunt casting. Karen Black, five easy pieces. Sure. Yeah. You know, I knew who Karen Black was. She was, you know, this, this icon from the 60s, easy rider. early 70s. Mm -hmm. Easy rider. You betcha. So which, I think she was in five, five easy pieces. I don't know. She was. Yeah. Anyhow, no, it was nice to work with her. Uh, she was eccentric a little bit. Let's just say that. But she, she had came, a great line. She came on. She came on. She was prepared. She committed to the role. It was the silliest, stupidest role ever for her, a woman with her background. But boy, did she commit. Boy, did she commit. And that's when I said to myself, that's an actor. You know, that's a great actor. They'll commit to whatever to make yes. it work. And that's right. that's who she was for the 20 for the for the 10 hours that I worked with her. That's right. who she was. And I was I was grateful for that. And she was Perfect. She was not a problem at all. Yeah, yeah nobody she delivered her line great. You know, yeah. it was funny. It, it made the main character very nervous. It was terrific. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 
Did you know this was going straight to video? Were they clear about that? Uh, or were you hoping for a theatrical release? When we did that screening at Northridge uh, Theater, the executives from Nelson Entertainment were there and they were the, they were the domestic distributors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there I was standing with these executives as they were, you know, rubbing their chin and gritting their teeth and going, hmm, I'm wondering, should we go theatrical with this? Should we go theatrical with this? And the, the guys, the boys from ITC, the good guys from ITC were saying, we ought to go theatrical with this. Jeff Apple was saying, let's go theatrical with this. It'll be great. great. Look, look, the kids loved it. The kids yeah. loved it. And the kids loved it. They were nuts. Well, I don't think they could, they didn't never arrived on a, on a deal and they did not go theatrical with it. They wanted to, but they, they didn't. So at that little precipice in my life, I might've had a pretty big theatrical release and that's the closest I've ever come yeah. since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, that's really great.